Happy Easter, my sister. Thank you. Do you remember when we used to wake up to egg baskets and, like, all kinds of goodies in them? That was the best. Well, but see, this is better because I have a Bloody Mary right now and I have a whole bag of jelly beans to myself. I ate half a carrot. Is that how you celebrated Easter? Yeah. Don't worry, I'm going to brunch later. But <laughs> but for now, it's just me and this carrot. <laughs> I'll get to the rest of it later. I'm too busy to go anywhere. Right, you have your Kickstarter going. Yeah, I launched a Kickstarter this week, everybody. Woo! Uh, go check it out. It's for a junior scientist power hour book. It's going to be hey. amazing. I pledged so much money because I want to see it so bad. Also, I'm going to get a hardcover copy, apparently. Are there, like, special things that are going to be in the book that there aren't are. on the website? I should uh, clarify that because I think people are just going to be like, ah, a collection of books, but I get those on the internet for free. But see, a lot of the comics are kind of weird shapes, so some of the pages have only half a comic on them, and those pages will have special little drawings and commentary. Aww. Hear that? Cute little drawings of me and my spoons. <laughs> oh, can you put me in it? Being, no. But Abby, Abby, no. I was formative in your youth. You can be there one time. Oh, also, it's been my birthday. Don't you have anything you want to oh. say to me? Congratulations, my sister. Is that what people did say it. for birthday? Yes, I don't remember. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. I'm now 25 whole years old. So what is, So you're going to brunch for your Easter? Yeah. I went out after sunset yesterday to mow my lawn, and my neighbors popped out and were like, oh, we're having a brunch tomorrow. Do they know how famous you are? I think they have an inkling. I saw them before one time. They're like, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm famous on the internet. No big deal. She's famous. Anyway, I'll bring them some biscuits. Oh, you're bringing That's biscuits? That's my day plan, besides oh. working constantly. Have you actually it's made It's really just, it's an excuse to make biscuits. Yeah, I had a bunch of people over on Friday because my birthday happened to be the same day as the first day of Passover. So I had oh, a Passover Seder at my house. I'm not Jewish, so it was maybe a little odd. But I had at least three Jewish people there out of, like, 15. So it made sense. I edited my own Haggadah, and I made brisket, and it was great. Maybe someday we'll live in the same city, and then you can come to my Passover Seders. Once again, here's my co-host, Maddie Howard, who is an infamous underground leg wrestler from Missouri. She goes by the street name Red Tide and has killed 20 men with the power of her muscular thighs. She lost an eye to a wayward big toe and keeps it in a vial around her neck at all times. And you must have already met my famous co-host, Abby Howard. She's a nitrogen-based life form whose amusing attempts to trick earthlings into thinking she's human has been documented in a tongue-in-cheek 30-minute sitcom called That's Just Abby! This week on the Sister Time Podcast, we will be discussing Dragon World. Dragon a World! Film about a boy and his dragon. This film wasn't good. <laughs> a kid's parents are killed in a car crash, and he has to move to Scotland to live with his grandfather in a castle. What and a punishment. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, actually, though, there's nothing in this castle. All they do all day is watch sheep. Sheep. And listen to bagpipes. It sounds amazing. It's not great. Oh, my God, I would love it. They have no internet, Maddie. They have no pizza. That's fine. That's fine. I guess you can make your own pizza, but that sounds hard. They have a anyway. castle. Yeah, with no internet connection, Maddie, <laughs> or television. What am I even supposed to do? How will I watch my cartoons? 
Anyway, so in this castle, like on the lands as he's watching sheep, this boy also finds a baby dragon who he befriends. And then we cut to many years later when they're adults and he's still living there and now has a Scottish accent and long hair and looks awful. No, he doesn't. He's and so hot. Abby, what are you talking about? He's so hot. He's weird. I don't like him. So somebody comes and is like, I want your dragon for my theme park. You can guess what happens after that. It's that kind of premise. Yeah, it's the free willy premise. They even cut like they even have that point where it's like, You gotta leave. I don't like you anymore. Yeah. I never liked you. You're just a burden. Get out of here. Yeah, and it's like Harry and the Henderson. You know, I'm just kind of whenever I see a dragon, I just get I get so tired. Really? Really? Because the thing is, I'm always like, I remember that I'm, maybe it's just that I'm 25 years old now and now I'm a sage and wise elder person. I I used to love dragons. I used to love fucking dragons. Like, I wouldn't read a book unless it had a dragon in it. I wanted to be the girl in dealing with dragons so badly. I would like close my eyes and try to like (laughs) squeeze dragons into existence. Like, I would just be like, they must be there. Like, they must just be like hiding somewhere. And Abby was clearly not as attached to dragons as I was. Yeah, you really like dragons. I did. That's. I mean, I also got, like, dragon books and stuff. Uh, it's just that people don't bother with dragons a lot of the time. That's kind of my issue with it. It's like, ah, we're going to put a dragon in. So it's the same dragon you've seen in every single other thing that has a dragon in it. Like, they I don't, don't try to make them interesting. Yeah, it's my same problem with most of the fantasy genre, which is, you know, they saw Lord of the Rings and are like, this is fantasy. That's the only fantasy. Everything else is not fantasy. You have to have elves. They have to look like this. You have to have dwarves. They have to look like this. You have to have dragons. You have to have have orcs for some reason. You gotta have a dragon, and the dragon is like this. That's part of the reason why I love Terry Pratchett's dragon so much. Rest in peace, Terry Pratchett. He is, like, super close to my heart. So yeah, sorry Terry to Pratchett. see him leave the All world. All us broads in our family, we read those books. Oh yeah, we fucking love him. And so his dragons are so cute. They're like his dragons are amazing. They're like these like they're these dopey little things. Purebred like basically show dogs. <laughs> they're so cute. They're like pugs. They're so fucking cute. And they have, like, violent flatulence all the time. See, he thought about it. He yeah. was like, what do I want my dragons to be like? Because, of course, he thought about everything. Yeah. And that's why his books are so good. You gotta think about shit, people. You can't just be like, I want to put this in a fantasy setting. But see, it's different because my person is a different kind of chosen one. <laughs> chosen different. Yeah. Um, yep. It's a different... It's totally different. But you think God. the dragon is lazy? You think the dragon world dragon Actually, is just a lazy dragon? I really liked the Dragon World Dragon. Really? I hated its first appearance. <laughs> it was awful. I hated this tiny, shitty dragon. <laughs> it was like a little baby dragon when it first appeared. You know, also, the we all go movie, through awkward stages when we're young. Yeah, and I mean, baby birds are hideous. Yeah. But this was like trying to be cute kind of hideous instead of like, baby birds aren't trying to be cute. Baby birds are just ugly. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe they were trying to go for that. But I hated the baby dragon. Then as soon as it grew up, I was like, ah, uh, you know what? a good fucking dragon because for one thing it had wing arms so i'm gonna talk about evolution now excellent the reason why everything is a tetrapod which is has four limbs just like birds have wings and feet we have arms and legs cats have a bunch of legs (laughs) but all of them are four and that is because the first things that crawled out of the ocean uh the sarcopterygian fish had four fins that it used to walk around on those four fins then evolved later into actual limbs that we could walk around on. And that is how tetrapod evolution happened. It's very simply. So if something crawled up onto land that had six fins that it used to walk around on, 
then perhaps we could have gotten something like one of the dragons that people always like to draw where it has wings on its back and four legs to stand on. Though it seems like a really stupid design because the legs are super heavy and whatever. It would probably be like totally different looking anyway. But if you start to do like look at it that way, then you can at least approach it from like a really original direction. And then you'll just have like slightly different dragons that make a whole lot more sense to look at. And they aren't just like fanciful magical things. They're like real solid things. And that makes a huge difference in creature design is something that like is actually kind of believable, even though it's totally fanciful. So you're a fan of this dragon? I am. Oh. People don't think about wings as limbs, which is (laughs) odd. (laughs) But you still don't like the overall show. No, I, I didn't. Though the effects also were very good. Even at the end, they used like a little bit of computer animation, but the way that they did it was like very cloaked, so you didn't have to actually look at it very well. And the uh, stop motion animation was very good. The animatronics on the like dragon head were super nice. You know, this dragon is a good dragon. They worked hard on that dragon. The plot, the characters, and the actors, however, (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel that they quite measure up to the dragon. Well, I actually was all right with them because, again, it had this great thing where, like, the little kid doesn't really spend that much time whining about what's happening to him. Also, his parents just died. So, like, that's sad. Oh, my God. So at the beginning, I wrote this down because it was messed up. So he gets into a car with his grandpa and then the kid is just like, Grandpa, you're driving on the wrong side of the road. And it's like, oh, this kid doesn't understand. Later on, he sees like a little bit of alcohol in the car, like a fancy bottle of alcohol. And he's like, Grandpa, no, this stuff makes you drunk. And he's like, whatever, it's not if you drink it the way I do. And he's just like, the guy who was driving who hit my parents was drunk. <laughs> and he was driving on the wrong side of the road. So it's like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, no wonder the kid was so afraid when he was driving on the wrong side of the road. And then he throws the whiskey out of the window. Yeah, like the grandpa. But then, of course, very... when they get home, you then couldn't... he's just like, "All right, kid, go to bed. You're gonna wake up and do chores in the morning." And he's like, "What? I'm six years old, and also I, my parents just fucking died." And he's like, "You gotta do chores, though." But to be, too o- sick to be or honest, though, chores. the chores are awesome because it's like a Scottish sheep farm. So he gets to go out and just like watch sheep and stuff. I would love that. If those were my chores, I would love to go out and just watch sheep do sheep shit. Maybe if I got paid for it and I could pet the sheep, I guess. But then what if the sheep start to wander off and you don't know how to deal with it? It's sheep true. are he terrible. He didn't leave the like, six-year-old boy six alone with old. the sheep for a while and just go like, just... <laughs> Which is how he finds the dragon. Try to keep and him also, close to the place. And it's like, wait, how, how does he know how to do this with the sheep? He's like, watch the sheep. And the kid is like, watch them do what? And he's like, ha ha, and walks away. And he's like... <laughs> This kid is going to lose all of your sheep. He's six I, oh years my old. The sheep have a hundred pounds on him. I got bored a lot. Well, I guess it's just that it's so predictable. Like, it's so easy to see what's yeah. about to happen. And honestly, I was also, like, cringing most of the time because I was like, oh, God, this is, like, one of my least favorite storylines where, like, the tycoon God. comes in and, like, spoils nature. Yeah, especially since it's just, like, so stupid. You would think that they would treat this dragon really well, like, after the tycoon comes in and is like, oh, I'm taking your dragon, he takes the dragon, and then he, like, you know, does all the worst things that he could do to this dragon, and it's like, this is the only dragon in the world. I really don't think a tycoon would actually want to hurt this thing. Yeah. You would probably see it for its value and want to protect it. But then again, I there are evil people who exist in the world who keep tigers as pets and don't know any better. 
And I would also think that they would be like, you can't own this dragon. Like, somebody would step in and be like, no, this isn't a thing. You have to, like, this is the only oh, dragon in the world. Yeah, that character's totally like, missing. Like, scientists would step in Like, the EPA guy like, in Ghostbusters, you know? Like, that guy is yeah. totally missing. He's like the guy who steps in and is just like, actually, this is, a, like, against the law somehow. You can't own a dragon if it's the only one in the world. Right. The dragon also... Well, I mean, I guess you can, and you can be sneaky about it, and since he's a tycoon, then, you know, all that stuff. But also it seems kind of like the dragon is um, self-aware and sentient to a point where you can't own it. Like, it's, like, kind of a person. In fact, I think it's keeping this, like, dude, John, our main character, as a pet rather than this guy keeping it as a pet and being its guardian. Right, yeah. He's just trying to make sure that people don't find out about it. But meanwhile, this dragon is just like, look, I own this land that you stand on. (laughs) I can grow to be 500 years old, so you're my pet, tiny human, and I'll get another one after you die. Right, yeah, that's not really addressed, the fact that the dragon's definitely, like, aware of what's happening. He's not just, like, a big cow. But, yeah, I guess it's more, I don't know, what's the overall message? Like, what's, like, the takeaway moral that you got from this? Read the contract that you signed. That's the message. Yep. Like, how, I, as soon as he signed the contract without reading it, I was like, really? I, I mean, was, I guess he's supposed to be, like, this sort of brave heart rube out in the countryside who has no exactly. idea what's happening. He is. He was six years old when he moved there. They didn't go to school. He had no friends except this dragon. Yeah. Apparently he can write, so that's, you know, that's nice. Yeah, this is like the Secret Garden light. Like, the Secret Garden, when I watched it as a kid, scarred the shit out of me, for god, real. God, that was terrifying. Like, oh my god, your parents die because an elephant kills them. And then she, like, goes off and lives with strangers who are scary as fuck. Like, yeah. The thing is, everything this about is, this mansion is terrifying. They're screaming at night. Maggie This Smith. old lady is so mean. Yeah. And, like, dressing seems really painful. Everything seems so uncomfortable. Comparing and, like, that the servants, with this all the movie? stuff about the servants. Like, he goes there and he's got this incredibly amiable, sweet old grandpa who, yes, maybe is a little bit like, let's go do chores, but is also, like, an honest like, understanding guy. so much about this kid, even though apparently they'd never met before. Right. I absolutely would live there. You know I would. And she makes all kinds of cool food. Like, she makes pie and haggis. I want mutton stew. I want mutton stew? Right. Oh, man, I loved the subplot of her romance, which was based (laughs) entirely on her delicious food. Because this guy, like, he's, like, the helicopter pilot for um, this documentary filmmaker that finds a dragon. He, like, is invited into tea and is eating her ginger cake. He's just like, this is so good. And she's just like, here, try this. Have this food. And he's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You're wonderful. (laughs) And then at the end of the movie, she's like, come back for supper later. And he's like, you know I will. And it's like, oh. Yeah, that's my romantic strategy also, is, like, fill them full of food. Though sometimes it is nice to have somebody cook for you if you're feeling bad. But then they can just, like, make whatever. I'll be happy. Yeah, and then it's kind of cute. Like, Brendan makes burritos for me every once in a while, and it's so sweet, and he makes the food. And I'm like, I don't have to cook tonight. Oh, yeah, Brendan was the one who suggested this, right? Oh, yeah, my boyfriend Brendan suggested this one, because he watched it when he was a kid. And actually, he teared up. When the guy did the thing with, like, you need to go. Like, you have to get away. I don't want you here anymore. Like, he got all, like, misty-eyed about it because he used to cry every time he watched it when he was a kid. And I was like, why did you watch something that made you cry every time? Hey, it feels awesome. This is why I watch Madoka so frequently. (laughs) So I can cry. I don't like watching things that make me cry. If something makes me cry, I no longer want to watch it. I love it. I hope I feel these real emotions again. Huh. Did you anyway, cry? Poor Brendan. No, I didn't cry at this movie. God, no. <laughs> what did you think of uh, Beth? Uh, she was not real. Yeah, her only character trait was woman. <laughs> 
and then got Which, a soon. Like he probably like Braveheart guy has probably like never seen a woman his age. Before. Exactly. Which is why when he saw her for the first time, she's like, "Hi, I'm Beth." And exactly that tone just doesn't care or anything. She just smiled. He was just like romantic bagpipe music starts to play, <laughs> and he's just like, "Hello, Beth." And then when they go in for tea, they just stare at each other. And Beth is just, like, smiling and, like, hello, yeah. And he's just staring. And it's like, <laughs> oh, God. If only this weren't billed or, like, if only it weren't presented as um some sort of romantic moment between them. And just, like, him gawking at a woman instead. And she just being like, oh, he's so cute. But instead it was just like, oh, I, no. true, I have true feelings for this man in the woods that I found <laughs> with the dragon. And, oh, when... <laughs> At the same moment, some guy was like, so how did you come across this dragon? And the guy was like, it's a long story. And she's like, I would like to hear that sometime. And that was supposedly some kind of romantic moment between them. When really it was more just like, I don't want to hear it right now. Even though it wasn't a long story, you found it in the woods. <laughs> That's the story. Right, yeah. Like, I mean, the wishing tree, maybe? Like, he seemed, he wished I guess. for a He's friend. Like, I wished on a tree. And then they brought me a dragon from the fairyville. The wishing tree seems to it. fucking work. Like, why didn't I mean, he just go back to that when the dragon was, like, in the thing and just be like, will you fix all of my problems, please, Wishing Tree? Maybe they can only do things related to the fairy world, such as bring my dragon back from the fairy world or bring me a friend from the fairy world. So if you were just like, bring my dragon back from this horrible place, then it wouldn't know what to do. But, of course, we had to insert all of that because it's not like it really explains anything or anything. No, yeah. it's just kind of, you know, cut and paste. That is exactly what this film is. They took out the horse from whatever horse movie was the one where they had to send it away at the end. Or, like, that seal in... Yeah, that seal movie. That I only ever movie. saw the preview for that seal Andre. Um, and then there's that Nessie movie. They what is it with, like, movie. Scottish mystical creatures? We just want Nessie them to exist. Scottish. Oh, and um, The Secret of Rowan Inish. Man, Secret of Rowan Inish is... Everybody seemed strange. There was a kid in the ocean for some reason. There was some part with a naked woman. There was a part was with a naked... Oh, yeah, because she... Well, she was a silky, so she was, like, setting, yeah, setting yeah. her skin. Yeah. So to me, I was just like, is this a horror movie? She's peeling <laughs> her skin off. <laughs> right, like, there wasn't... I loved it when I was a kid, but I had no fucking clue what was happening. Yep. And then there's the naked little boy. Like, ah, magic. And we were watching it at an age where we were close enough in age to that little boy where he was just like a naked person who was contemporary with you, which was like yes. uncomfortable. Yep, definitely. I was just like, ah, naked man, instead of, you yeah. know, ah, just a little boy, whatever. Yeah, like parents I was don't so surprised it. when I saw it years later and I was like, oh, that's like a tiny child. Uh, yeah, so I'd say probably of the two of them, I would prefer Secret of Rowan Inish for, like, a rewatch than Dragon World. Poor Dragon World um, tried. Yes. It really wanted to be like that, I think. For the Scottish people, of course. Right, for the Scottish people. So after we cut back, or cut forward from when he's a little kid with this dragon, which is just awful, like, it does that whole thing where it runs through the house and messes a bunch of stuff up, and Miss Cosgrove, the maid, is like, oh! Oh, the dragon! Oh no! It lasts for so long. It's like five minutes of this stupid dragon ripping through the house, and the kid is just like sitting there with this dumb expression on his face, like, "Whoa, whoa, my pet, my dragon!" Whoa, whoa. When we cut forward, suddenly he is this Fabio-looking dude in a kilt. He looks so hot. Bagpipes. I don't care what you say. He's hot when he's old. And he's like a dragon expert who somehow knows lifespans of dragons, when they breathe fire and start to fly. Which is like, who told him that information? The dragon? Yeah. Maybe it came to him in a dream. Oh man, when the dragon breathes fire, though, they did such a good job with that. They did do a really good job. Because it was like the first time that it ever breathed fire, and it was just really threatened. 
So, of course, it started to spew fire. And then it was just like, oh, my God, what's happening to me? Oh, my God, my throat is on fire. And it, like, dips its head in water and it's just like, fuck, what is going on? Yeah. The flying, however, they didn't do a good job with that because it was just like, ah, yes, I'll fly now. Yeah, like, he just, like, sort of knew how. Like, I was sort of like, wait, they're on his back and everything. Like, I don't know what's going And he knew. He was just like, get on my back, kid. Flew away. Wow, they flew away. And then, of course, like, luckily that wasn't just the end of the story. Like, they showed up and tried to get the dragon back again. I was so happy when that happened because I was just like, finally, the end is upon me. I can finish this movie. I can understand why you had so much hate for it, honestly, because there are lots of things that are good about it and lots of things that are cute. And I loved dragons when I was a kid, so I would have watched the shit out of it. But I also would have cried my eyes out and been very unhappy when he did the whole, like, you have to go now and be even safe. Like, that even hurt now, but it just hurt because I was like, this isn't necessary. You're just making this poor dragon feel bad because I like the dragon. And when have you, I guess it's supposed to be like teaching kids, sometimes you have to let something go in order to something, something, something. But, but then you get it back at the end. Right, then you get it back at the end. having a child with the woman and also cutting his hair, thank God. It was, I was kind of worried about this. Well, did he cut his hair or did he have a man bun? I thought he had a man bun. Oh, well, either one. I mean, do something with your damn hair. <laughs> I was actually telling Brendan that, about like, long hair. I think man buns are really cute. Do you think man buns yeah, are cute? I think man buns are adorable. Thank you, thank you. Like, put some effort into your hair, boys. Yeah. You expect us you to? You got it. Abby likes man buns, too. Everybody likes good man, man buns. buns. Abby, Brenda just said, nope, no, they don't. <laughs> Put your beard in a bun. Um, Put some butterflies in it. <laughs> That's how you get to our hearts. Butterflies in your beard. But yeah, it's kind of weird. I was sort of thinking about the timeline. So he meets Beth. It jumps around quite a bit. They seem like they're young. Like they're like 19. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not. I think she's in university, but like young university, which is not. Yeah. So like 1920, not... right? Yeah. So they meet. I guess they get married. He asks her to marry him on the back of the dragon. They've known each other for like five days or something. I don't think they've had a single conversation about like anything other than the dragon. Well, one time they were in the castle and she was listening to music and dancing on her headphones. And he was just like, are you okay? And she was like, I'm just listening to music on my headphones. Because he doesn't know what headphones are because he's basically from the past. Because he's been trapped here. Apparently Scotland is like taken away from the real world. Only this place. Like, the castle isn't even on a map. He's in the middle of nowhere. Maybe these grandparents never even existed. Ooh. It was all ghosts the whole time. Ooh. And then, so they meet each other. Upon the second encounter with the dragon, he's just like, this is my special friend, Beth. And it's like... Is she? When? When did that did happen? Did you guys talk like, about it, There this? was not a moment where she was just like, yeah, I'm into this guy. It was all him being like, I'm into this chick. And then her being like, hey, what's up? And just being conversational. Always. <laughs> it was always just conversational. I don't know. She's so, doing some eyes. I think we're supposed to infer from his extreme hotness that she's just like, ooh. And he's like, you know, got the whole Scottish thing going on. He does. Dead parents. Honestly. And a dragon. And I told this to Brennan, I mean, like, if someone who owned a castle in Scotland. And a dragon. Proposed to me and had a dragon, then, like, I would find it very difficult to say no. It is a castle. Right, he's got a fucking They popped out a baby real fast, though. I mean, I guess they wouldn't have aged that much, really. Probably not, but it was sort of one of those weird things where it's like, and then the dragon shows up once they have a baby. Also, I'm guessing, ah, you have a baby now, time for you to take care of me, too. Or I'll help you take care of the baby. How? Uh, Dragon therapy? Just put it on the back of the dragon. And what happens? Take it off to fairyland. 
There you go. Wait, what? Everybody go off to Fairyland. Everybody goes to Fairyland on the back of the dragon. Where nothing ages and no one ever dies. That sounds, sounds I don't terrible. know. It sounds awful. Yeah, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh god, what a horrible place. Just nothing. Nothing happens. Why would anybody care? That's like what Midsummer Night's there. Dream is all about. Is it basically like... They don't have anything better to do than fuck around yeah, all day. Because their lives are strange and endless. Like, if I were going to live forever, I'd procrastinate everything. I remember being fucking <laughs> terrified of... Do you remember Tuck Everlasting? Yes. We read that in, like, fourth grade, and I was just, like, on the edge of How my feet. How could I ever forget Tuck Everlasting? So terrified. They also made a movie of it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that movie. There was a very hot man playing Tuck. That is the thing, is that hot he's to me super hot, and he'll be hot exactly. forever. Exactly. And you're like, I want to be hot forever or be with this hot man forever. I don't want to grow old and have him come back later and be like, whoa, you're so old. <laughs> the thing is, now that I'm older, I look back and I'm like, well, he's a child. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want to be young forever. Yeah. Because, you know, as you age, you don't want to be into this weird hot boy from when you were a teenager. There were so many books like that or so many things like that where basically turning old it was is always... treated like being a villain. Like as soon as you're old, yeah. you're terrible. And it's like, this is going to happen to literally everyone. Like there is no one for whom they can slow down the aging process. Like they're going like to get anything old. where you lose your innocence or anything as you go older. Like, no, no. Adults are fine. Adults live important lives. Which like, is why it was kind of nice that, like, the grandpa in Dragon World was not, like, a bad guy. Like, he was a good guy. He was yeah. old. There was definitely no focus in Dragon World on never growing old. Yeah. It was just kind of like, things will, ha- like, he's going to die someday, John. Mm-hmm. And now his kid, presumably, is going to take over the, like, janitorial duties for this <laughs> dragon. Right. I don't know what he does. What service does he perform for the dragon, except for, like, friendship? I guess keeps everyone away. Which isn't going to work forever. Nope. Eventually, there will be tourists who want to come and look at your, like, castle in Scotland. That's another thing is, the thing with Dragon World (laughs) is that it did treat modernity as evil. Yeah, like, people coming in, like, from the outside, and, like, seeing all this stuff is definitely evil. Pizza is evil. Evil. And it's just like, well, no, it isn't. What is that? Let's listen to my gramophone. Or, like, everything in a city is evil. That's something I got when I was a kid, too, is, like, urban evil. Rural? Oh, yeah. Definitely. That is very much a message they try to teach kids. Which is like... You're innocent when you're a kid. Also, live in the woods. Never a city. Yeah. Which is not cool. Hey Arnold kind of tried to do a city is okay because kids live there kind of thing. And then it just didn't work because it was so scary. It made me so uncomfortable. I don't know. Maybe it was just because I was so used to the like perfect family kind of thing in the suburbs shows that I was used to. So Mm -hmm. that something in the city... Where everything wasn't perfect and sometimes there's crazy homeless people and you have to just live with it. I mean, I guess it just wasn't for me because I was too scared of the crazy homeless people. But maybe it was good for the people who had to actually grow up with crazy homeless people and they're like, haha, that's just like that crazy homeless guy that lives near us. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if like an urban kid versus a country kid has a different reaction to Hey Arnold. Or Dragon World, because Dragon World is definitely Indeed. trying to say like, go live off the grid disconnect yourself yes. from society. Everything will be great. And it's just like, no. Go watch your sheep. Because he was disconnected from society and not savvy, they managed to scam him out of his pet dragon. Everything about it is, if he had known any better, if he had been exposed to anything, he would know how to keep this dragon more safe. Don't ever just shield yourself from uh, the horrible, cruel world. Sometimes you have to learn about the cruel world. Yeah, and because you are part of the terrible, cruel world, you will have to deal with it, you know? Is there any kids show that, like, kind of, other than Hey Arnold, I guess, or, like, kids movie that, like, deals with that? Maybe Home Alone? Undoubtedly. There's 
Eh, not really. No? In that one, it's just, come up with a crazy scheme to get all the evil guys yeah. trapped or and covered that, in like, flour. basically says, like, as you get older, it won't be bad. Like, you're not going to turn evil because you turn old. Because I'm thinking directly of the never-ending story right now and how much that fucked me up when oh I was a kid. Oh, my God. It's just like, you're going to not be creative anymore as soon as you're older. Yeah. The thing is, kids are not creative. Nope. As a child, I copied what I saw. That's what kids do. They copy what they see. They like Power Rangers. So they're going to play Power Rangers. They could, like, pretend that they're actually seeing stuff, but so can I. Like, people play D&D all the time, and as an adult, I can do it better. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm more creative now, because I've been exposed to more media. I Like, my brain is finished developing, so it can, like, be faster and better. I am so much more creative now than I ever was. Yeah, and I'm reading these... And I will continue to be more creative as I get older. Yeah, I'm reading these great Shirley Jackson books right now, which, if you guys haven't read Shirley Jackson, you should absolutely pick her up as soon as you possibly can. But um, she has these great books about raising kids, and one of them is called Raising Demons, and the other one is called Life Among the Savages, and they're, like, some of my favorite books, especially about kid raising. They're her daughter, like, it's, like, the 50s, and so the stuff that she's exposed to is different, but she develops this, like, fantasy world that's, like, all of the different fantasy worlds from all of her books combined, and so it's, like, the Rutabaga stories, and it's Oz, and it's all of this other stuff, and she's, like, I'm just gonna put this all into one world. So that I can, like, play, pretend in this, like, giant amalgamation of all of the media that she has consumed. When I was a kid, I watched a lot of Digiman. Uh-huh. So I came up with my own version. Ziggy World. But I came up with a bunch of my own little original creatures that were not very original. One of them just had three sets of ears. So, you know... It's like a cat with three different ears that almost looks kind of like a bunny. And another one was just like a giant kind of llama with horns. Anyway... Had a bunch of these things. Mm-hmm. And I guess people could see how it could be creative, but oh man, I'm so much better at it now. <laughs> and that's the thing, guys. If you were slightly more creative when you were a kid and you stopped being creative, it might just be because you stopped trying. And that's why, instead of you lost it because you're not a kid anymore and only kids are creative. Yeah, because kids aren't creative. They're also like tiny, horrible monsters. They're horrible. They're not nice. They are not innocent or kind. As a former child myself, I was horrible. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about other people. I remember, in fact, distinct moments where I suddenly became more empathetic and was like, oh my god, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> or really, I remember distinct moments where I was a gigantic piece of shit, and now I look back and I'm like, oh my god, no, kids are terrible. <laughs> so what are your highs and lows for Dragon World? My lows? I really don't like that whole romance and the baby dragon. Both of those are kind of just like big baddies for me. The baby dragon, maybe not so much, but I didn't like that it sounded like a man vomiting. Like it was still kind of the same voice that the adult had, but it was just off enough and it just sounded like a man vomiting. <laughs> and it was disgusting. But the romance was much worse. The romance was unforgivable. Yeah. They had. What about your high? Like, I loved the face of that dragon. It looked really friendly and fun, and I want to kiss mm-hmm. that dragon. Like you would kiss a cat, not like you would kiss a boy. Kiss, you kiss him on the head, you kiss him oh, on yes, the mouth. Oh, yes, I know the distinction no, between boy and cat. That. I don't kiss my cat on the mouth. I meant face. No, that's gross, Maddie. Her breath smells <laughs> terrible. You do, don't you? And she you would do just admit. lick my open mouth because she licks everything. And I don't want that, Maddie. I don't. <laughs> oh, she's looking at me now. You. She knows. Anyway, I kiss her on the face all the time because she's she got such a saying. sweet little face. I must boot. Let's see. Um, my high Gross. is probably honestly he's a cute face. I can keep looking at his cute face forever. No, yeah, my high is just like okay, this is watchable because I can look at his cute face. 
And then my low is probably just that I had to watch like basically the whole thing with my eyes yep. squeezed shut because I was just like, I can see what's happening and I hate this. Like Brendan can tell you I was on my phone a lot because I was just like, oh God, I know what's happening and I can't even look. But yeah. And then in the end, of course, I was just like, can we just fast forward? Because that's sometimes how I watch shows, not as shows that we watch for this podcast. But like sometimes we'll just be yeah, like, basically. fuck it, That's I just know what's going to happen, so let's just fast forward because, because I'm done with it. Because, of course, we had to review but... it, so I had to actually watch it. God, it was painful. That was basically right. We had to talk about it the whole time. Ugh. As I was watching it, I kept pausing it constantly just so I could do anything else. Yeah. So what, what are we watching actually, next, Debbie? I feel like it might actually be more popular than I think it is, but I don't see anybody Star talking Kid. about it. Do you remember Star Kid? I mean, I haven't seen it since I was a tiny child, so uh, we'll see. I remember there being lots of stuff about pee in it, so. Anyway, so uh, tune in next time for that oh my God, it's fun so adventure. Yeah, okay. guys, we love you.